1: Nehemiah chapter 4 and I'll read from verse 1. I will try to read as quick as possible and I hope you'll be able to follow me. But it so happens when Sambalat heard that we were rebuilding the wall that he was furious and very indignant and mocked the Jews. He mocked the Jews. He mocked the Jews and he spoke before the brethren and the army of Samaria and said will they fortify themselves? Will they offer sacrifices? Will they complete it in a day? Will they revive the stones from the heaps of the rubbish stones that are burned. Now Tobiah the Ammonite was beside him, and he said, "Whatever they build, even if a fox goes up on it, he will break down their stone walls." Hear, O oh our God, for we are despised. Torn their reproach on their own heads, and give them a plunder to a land of captivity. Give them as plunder do not cover their iniquity and do not let their sins be blotted out from before you for they have provoked you to anger before the builders so we built the wall (laughs) when you're building sometimes you face difficult times and I'm really appreciative of the testimony that Daniel gave this morning showing the tenacity that people have to say I'm not letting my son be a statistic to a society he said, so we built the world wall and the entire world was joined together up half its height for the people had a mind to walk so it happened when Sambala Tobiah the, uh, the Arabs and the Ammonites and the Assyrians heard that the walls of Jerusalem were being restored and the gaps were beginning to close that they became very angry And all of them conspired together to come and attack Jerusalem and create confusion. Nevertheless, we made our prayers to our God. And because of them, we set a watch against them day and night. Then Judah said, the strength of the laborers is failing. And there is so much rubbish that we are not able to build the wall. And our adversary said... They will neither know nor see anything till we come into their midst and kill them and cause the walk to cease. So it was when the Jews who dwelt near them came that they told us ten times. For whatever place you turn, they will be upon you. Therefore I positioned men behind uh, the lower parts of the wall at the openings, and I set the people according to the families and the swords and their spears and their bows. And I looked and arose and said to the nobles, to the leaders, and to the rest of the people, do not be afraid of them. Remember the Lord, great and awesome. And fight, fight, fight fight for your brethren fight for your sons fight for your daughters men fight for your wives fight for your houses and it happened when our enemies heard that it was known to us and that God had brought their plots to nothing that all of us returned to the world everyone to his work so it was from that time on that half of my servants worked at constructions while the other half carried their spears, their swords, their bows, and their whole armor. And the leaders were behind all the house of Judah. Those who built on the walls and those who carried burdens loaded themselves to so the with one hand they walked at, uh, at the construction and with the other hand they held a weapon every one of the builders has had his sword guarded at his side as he built and the one who sounded the trumpet was beside me heavenly father breathe over your word this morning and in this short time i have let there be an accurate incision of your words in the life of your people Nothing to do with my feelings, nothing to do with my tongue, nothing to do with what is going through my mind, but that you will speak to them. You will encourage them this morning in Jesus' name. All right, I'm on the two, three weeks on which I want to speak, not only to men on Father's Day, but to all of us on what I call the remedy for discouragement the remedy for discouragement psalm 42 and verse 11 the, the living bible version psalm 42 and verse 11 he says but oh my soul don't be discouraged can we all shout this loud together say but oh my soul You've got to talk to yourself. You know, this morning, the, the, J, David spoke to himself. He, says, he said to his soul, why thou disca- put your hope? Speak loud to your soul. Say, but, but oh, my soul, oh my soul, don't be discouraged. Don't be, discouraged. Don't, be don't be upset. Put your hand on your chest and just talk to yourself. Say, but, oh my soul, oh my soul. don't be discouraged. Don't be, discouraged. Don't, be don't be upset. Expect God to act for I know that I shall again have plenty of reason to praise him for all that he will do he is my help I didn't hear you he is my help he is my God amen Amen. did you get that this morning uh, ladies and gentlemen satan has two very effective weapons against christianity I, i'm gonna try to be a bit serene this morning because or this afternoon as we walked into it because i know we're dealing with a very very potent and difficult topic and i'm believing god for breakthroughs in your life by the word. satan has very two effective weapons against christians they are fear and discouragement fear and discouragement both of these wear the saints down and destroy their progress I don't know how you came into church this morning but God loves you a a a bunch of worn down satans are little threats worn down saints sorry are little threats to satan and yields little fruit for God worn down, worn out a discouraged father would tear down his house. A discouraged father. A discouraged man would tear down his house. You, 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 you will not know until what has depressed you keeps you in a permanent state. It would, 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 what has depressed you would distort your shape. You know, the other day when I got a pillow out here and I sat on the pillow, the pillow had the ability to come back. But if you sit on that pillow so long, it would distort the shape to the extent that it would not regain back its posture. And one of the greatest attacks to men is discouragement and fear. And when it happens to men, it translates all down the line in the household to women and to everyone around it, 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 some people are thinking mm, so mm, what does this mean it, it really means that you will never be effective if you are depressed you will never be effective if you are not given to the world you will never get, be effective if all that you do is you go around with your head bowed. nothing is coming up Here are some of the things that weigh down the saints and bring discouragement. A sense of insignificance. Where you say you're nobody, you're not important. Sense of insignificance. Yes, we may have acknowledged someone this morning, but you need to ask how many times he's felt insignificant. Even I as a pastor where you feel like I'm not sure why I'm doing this if I wasn't doing this would this happen to me how many times have I thought about this can I say this clearly to most of you some some of you have a really wrong idea church is not a business it's not a business for me it's not a business many people think it's a business you can go to any shores around the world maybe but church is not a business to me because I was doing business before I became a pastor it wasn't as if I didn't have anything to do God in his favor caused me to find favor wherever I went to and he allowed me to work in the best industries in the world so it is not a business for me I haven't yet got what I was earning in those days 13 years ago I'm not being paid that right now and if you do it on even if you add a thousand pounds each year i know how much it would have been now it's not a business don't look at a pastor and feel yes they're in business oh they're making money by the car they drive and all that kind of stuff maybe some portray but it's not a business this is life because if i'm dealing with myself or my wife or my child fine but i deal with hundreds and hundreds every single week and any phone call brings issues to your table and if i could if i lo- if i could be able to detach myself from the emotions of what some people are going through it would be great but you can't because it's not a business to you if it's a counseling where you pay me and you sit down, I will listen to you for one hour and give you my 50 pounds per hour and you can go, you can come as many times as you want 50 pounds (laughs) straight and that's the cheapest that's because I'm just starting in other places it's 100 pounds you can pay me you want to see pastor, I want to see him every day pay sit down, talk, I hate him I don't like him, he's a fool Mm yeah And I keep writing. She said he's a fool. She said he hates him. She said. And you think that what I'm writing is a uh, is a uh, you, I, 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 you you think I'm making you and me look important by crossing my legs and then writing? No, 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 no. It's not a business. Discouragement comes to everyone. Comes to everyone and sometimes you may think you're discouraged think about the weight of other people you're carrying if your marriage doesn't go well i am feeling it if your if your child doesn't go well i am feeling it if your business doesn't go well i am feeling it if they're deporting someone i'm at it airport i'm feeling it and at some point when it comes day after day or sometimes it just comes in succession sometimes they're good days sometimes there are good days but sometimes the w- it's just like it's a wave as you're dropping one phone another phone comes in as you're dropping one phone another phone comes in and sometimes you feel that hang on but we prayed, we fasted you feel as nobody you may feel that in your homes you may feel that in your business you may feel that at work it's a method that the devil uses to wear the saints down Another thing that the Satan uses is what I call apparent. Apparent is the word. The apparent means deceptive, seemingly unfruitfulness. Number two, I call it seemingly unfruitfulness. It can wear you down when you can't see the fruit. Sometimes sustained temptation wears down the saints. Where the temptation keeps coming after wave after wave after wave after wave jesus was weighed down by the temptation when the devil came the first time the devil came the second time with another trick he came to and he was tired and then the bible says and the devil left him for a while because what the devil wanted to do was to weigh him down and can i encourage the men this morning don't don't be worn out by temptation Jesus don't really want us to leave here early you you see what happens sometimes men and I might be speaking to someone prophetically that's why I have to stop my sermon and prophetically declare this men can you listen to me whether you're jogging a baby out at the back or somewhere else listen carefully to me you may be in a workplace where this girl is wearing you down by offers to go out and you walk back into your house and your wife is not very attentive as she should be is the devil going to wear you down and he will give you only one yard but he's gone a mile because when you start to say no I am married and I love my wife I love my home I love my children you walk back into that same home and that woman that you married starts to mess up she's not messing up it's the devil that's orchestrating your downfall why does it now have to happen that on the same day that you felt you had victory that you just walked into a hurricane but the devil that wants to mess with you has nothing to do with the woman and woman please take care of your husbands but i'm just saying that sometimes the devil weighs you down i'm pastor of washing tabernacle i know he wears you out. And it's not only work. Sometimes it's in church. Mm. Sanctify them, Jesus. Sometimes it's in church. I was in a church. I won't tell you who the church is or where the church is. This woman walked in. And what she was wearing at the back wasn't right. You could see what you shouldn't see. And so a lady says, I think you need to pull up your trousers a bit because what we shouldn't see is being seen. And she asked looked at and said, that's the idea. You see, you have to be sent to where? He put down. Mm. And he can come after oh, oh, over and over again. Fathers, you could be worn down because the children you're trying to take care and put in the right side you're just not making any success it looks things are not working itself out and after say, saying that maybe your wife or the mother is saying i don't think that's the way you should teach them and you're just like are you telling me i can't take care of my child it's the devil trying to wear you down and how many times have you walked into your child's school and this result and the report was negative relax, your, your, your breakthrough is coming if you just stay at it, it's coming it's coming James Corden, C-O-R-D-E-N how many people you know who he is? he's, he's really killing it I'm using the youth uh, stuff. Killing it in, the, in America. Killing it. You know, you're, if you, if you, you have to beg to get onto his show. You understand? Recently, I saw on a script he was rapping with Kevin Hart. You know Kevin Hart? White boy rapping. He killed it. Every, and, and now, when he, everyone goes into his car and then he's driving while they're all singing, yeah, go and check his name on, on Google or something. Killing it White British boy. You know the point is here. Yeah, His he was worn down. He put it in the newspaper this morning. And he says because he was fat, he comes to up to London twice a week only to be told no. 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 Because he was fat. Just imagine he went to kill himself in the gym. I'm not saying don't live healthy because I've seen him when we went to uh, 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 Los Angeles. One day I saw him running around. I told my wife, James, James. He said, Hoo-hoo. I said, Forget it. <laughs> saw him jogging around. I said, I said, Forget it. I said, There's no point. <laughs> uh, <laughs> if I say, Jesus, Jesus, I, I know him even before I see him. <laughs> Uh, Jesus uh, Every two weeks Nothing But look at, what, look at where he is today Known all over the world Are you following what I'm saying He was worn down But he never gave up And this is a man that Don't know his religion don't know, don't know his spiritual stuff So I can't throw any expressions But I know he didn't give up And we've got Christ on our side go check check him out I, I, I throw things in the wall because I know we have a vast majority of young people in church but, but I'm trying to let you know that if you stay with it God will help you Amen. Satan wears us down human weakness is a major factor everyone in this place has a tiring and a breaking point Strive and discord in relationships can wear down the saints Where they just strive No matter what you do, they just misinterpret you No matter what you do, they just strive Suffocating pleasures of personal needs Breeds discouragement And then fear This leads them to a lack of faith Satan wears us down when there's suffocating pressures of personal needs. Things are just not enough. Things are just not enough. You just can't make it meet. Because the devil wants to wear you down. Another one is what I call constant good deeds. And staying on top even wears down the saints. That is, that is what happens sometimes when faithful ministers suddenly crash. Faithful ministers I went for a minister's conference, the first I've ever been in 13 years, very refreshing. I sat down there, it was a TDJ's um, minister's conference, and I, and, I, and I sat there, I've never been to anyone before, but I was worn out. So I went there and I sat there, and I, I, when my wife called me, and says, how was it? I said, I, I, I really did not un- know how tired and hungry I was for the world. Even anyone that came out and even said nonsense, I would receive. <laughs> I, I've never reached that point. But you see, the thing that surprised me the most and, and what brought things is they had a panel. And on this panel, there was this woman who was there who was married to uh, a pastor, married to her husband who was a pastor. And four months before she came up, there were four months or five months, I hope. Uh, I, I can't be accurate, but it was very short the man told the, and it was in the news so you, 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 you can verify the, the, the man told the, the, the wife and the ch- children to go ahead to church he just needs to pray a bit and, and so they went to church and they were having praise and worship and after praise and worship he, he was not yet there And 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 then the wife was in. She's in the choir. She was she was singing in the choir. Uh, You you know the wife has to do everything to make the church. So she was singing in the choir, and nothing was happening. So she whispered to her brother, who was also in the choir, "Where is pastor?" And he said, "Okay, let me go and call him." And they called and called and called and called and couldn't find him. And then he then had to drive like an hour away from church to go to the house. And when the brother got to the house, he could see something was wrong. The, 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 gar- the door was a bit open, but he could see something was wrong. So he crawled under it. And just in the car, the man had pulled out a revolver and shot himself. Depression. And I'm going to deal with depression next week. I want to deal with depression. There are three kinds of depression. So we want to deal with it. We'll deal with it from the medical term. We'll deal with it from the spiritual term. And if you need counseling, we'll send you up for counseling. But he has shot himself in And the wife was there sharing. I mean, it, we, we were all in tears. I mean, that, we, we, we sat there. Because we could identify as a pastor that you could be worn down by doing good deeds. You just want to keep on top. The pleasure is so much on you to keep on top of doing good deeds. He shot himself. The wife says, "I saw it coming, but I didn't know it was this bad." And she kept saying to him, "You need to go for cancer. You need to go for cancer, but he says, "I don't have time. I'm not asking for anything this morning, but I would really want to tell you that it's more profitable for you to pray for your pastors and actually destroy them." You know, I won't come to ask. I've never asked the church for anything. But seriously, the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. They're mighty through God for the pulling down of stone. Why? Because the, the, the things we fight against are principalities and powers of darkness. We all throw stones when the, when the pastor has an affair. i ain't having no affair. I'm not preaching. I'm, not, I'm too lazy for that. I'm actually too lazy for that. You understand? Too lazy. Too lazy. I'm just too lazy. So thank God. And I'm asking God to keep me. And, and you know what? I, I need to pray kudos to the prayer team. They pray on Tuesdays. They pray for, and pray on Thursdays. I was in their prayer session. Every 9 to 10. to Every Thursdays. And Wonderful. What, God bless you guys. Honestly, God bless you all for, for, for that. I was on their, on their prayer t- on Tuesday and Thursday, And I just saw what they were doing for the church. praying for the church not for themselves but but, but, but there, there could be pleasure also on the man of God to keep doing good deeds there could be pleasure on the father to keep doing good deeds he has to do good deeds for his son he has to do good deeds for his wife he has to do good deeds for the extended family and Pressure could be upon him, and then he has to go to work, and then he has to provide, and then he has to come back. And if it's a young family, he has to also take care of the baby, also rock the baby to bed, also stay out on night, and then go to work. Yeah, I know women can multitask, and God bless you, but men can't do that, and sometimes they just buckle under pressure. You wonder why he's distanced because the devil has tried to wear him out and as we saw in the scripture this is just an introduction we'll pick it up on Wednesday (laughs) and as you can see in scripture you could see that the bible says that they built half way and they were discouraged the biggest battle you will ever face as a christian are not the trials in themselves. Let me repeat it again. The biggest battle that you will ever face is not the trials in themselves, but the discouragement and the fear that the trials can create in your heart. Do you want me to say that again? Mm -hmm. The biggest battle you will face as a Christian even if you're not a christian for those who say "Oh, i'm not yet a christian thank god you're going to face it <laughs> so you better become a christian because you have jesus to help you out the biggest battle you will ever face as a christian are not the trials themselves but the discouragement and fears that the trials can create in your heart you have no idea how many times we had to sit down with daniel and i said to him i said i'm telling you by prophecy she's going to contest this it's going to be ugly we we, i didn't know my wife didn't know what year long battle we're going to face the love that i have for this young man you understand sometimes you just see them with their stuff and their swagger and all that kind of stuff they have more faith than some of us he said i'm not going to let go hey i was i will mortgage my house i will do anything i am getting my son back because before you knew anything fear and discouragement had come not because of the work but because of the trial are you following what I'm saying a discouraged person is helpless a discouraged husband will make life unbearable for his wife a discouraged wife too will make hell on earth for her husband the dictionary defines discouragement as follows a feeling of dis despair in the face of obstacle so you don't get discouraged if you are not faced with an obstacle and if you get discouraged without no obstacle you need prayers because some people just wake up in the morning saying "Mm, i just don't feel it i just mm, i just not happy you need to get the word of god on the inside of you and we teach that because it can happen too you can't happen, you can't wake up in the morning just for no good reason bam, you're out oh pastor you shouldn't be saying that as a pastor it happens you just wake up and no one's done anything for you, nobody, no phone call nothing, you just woke up and good morning Mm. are you okay, just leave me alone and your world can collapse like that for weeks is the devil trying to make you helpless because discouragement is a very useful tool in the hands of the devil and it is the commodity that he sells at the most expensive rate to those who want it when do let's round this up oh god our times fast men when do fatigue and discouragement surface? When does it surface? When does fatigue and discouragement when does it surface? Look at verse 6 of Nehemiah chapter 4 and verse 6. You would see he says so we built the wall and all the walls were joined together unto the half thereof for the people had a mind to walk. Did you see that? Everybody worked hard at first. The Bible says the, the people walked with their heart. Why? Because of the newness of the project. It was exciting. It was a novel. But after a while the newness wore off and the work got boring. Life settled into a routine. Then a rot, Then a ritual. Be careful because when fatigue walks in, faith walks out. That's why the psalmist says he makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the water, still waters. He restores my soul. When you set it up, when you start a project, and the project could be as easy as getting into a relationship. Because in a relationship and everything is fun, it's new. The guy is new, he's not anything like he used to. the ones you used to date. The ones you used to date used to be very, very stick. This one has a bit of buff. You know, the ladies you used to date before used to be, uh uh-oh. But now they (laughs) ha-ha. See, everything is good. You even got married and it's new. You walk into your house and it's new. You start a job and it is new. You start a master's course and it is new. But halfway down the line is where the trouble starts. Halfway, halfway, halfway. My friend, uh, uh, who's the Tabernacle Pastor White. Spoke about halfway at one time. Halfway, when you're seeing it there and you're seeing it there and you're just in the middle and you don't really know. Can I? Can I go? Can I? Can I get there? I'm not sure how many of you are swimmers, but when you swim uh, or when you start learning to swim, they tell you to swim the length, and then you think you have reached the end, especially when you don't put your head up and you just get up you're, hey! and you just found out you're just halfway 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 and then they say go again and you're like "Mm, no ah, because the more you're going the more you feel the goalpost moving if you've ever gone swimming swimming before you could be seen in there and then you could you're going you're going you're going you're going going, and it looks like they're just pulling it away from you (laughs) a match is not won when it begins it is at the half time halfway when they go in and say we can come out and we can do it halfway they build. halfway they build. halfway fatigue is the biggest cause of discouragement and it often shows up in midpoint anytime you undertake an important project there will be rubbish to, be, to, to remove halfway, halfway and that's why many people don't finish their projects halfway Halfway, we're, we're getting to the half of the year. That's why in January, in Ju, uh, July 1st, second, and third, I was doing this for my wife to repeat the days because you, you all didn't get it. But we're halfway. This halfway, we've got to really say no, 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 no. We know that this year we're going to pursue. We know this year we're going to return. We know this year we're going to recover. But we're halfway. And we're not seeing anything. But you're halfway. You're halfway, you're about to see, you're about to walk into Canaan's land. You're seeing that Canaan's land, but yes, you are confronted with the Goliath. But you're halfway, you're no more in Egypt, you're far from Egypt. You're actually about to touch it, but when you're about to touch it, that's where the battle comes. But you're not in Egypt, you may not see it, but you know, you, you must have walked that wilderness 40 years, but at least you're walking towards your destination. Ah, you may not have finished your course yet, but you're walking towards that destination. You may not have got your masters yet but you're walking towards that destination you may not get your driving license yet but you're walking towards that destination your children may not be where they are right now keep walking on it because what you don't see is that they're near they're getting there they're getting there there. they're getting there You're pushing the boundaries. What your parents couldn't do, you're doing it, that means you're changing into different territories, you're stepping on others and snakes and cobras and you're fighting battles. <laughs> that there is no blueprint or manual for it. Yeah. No one can teach you that. No one could have taught Daniel how to fight for his child. He didn't have a blueprint from his parents. There was no manual and so when the time when the first ju- the first judge says i have to postpone it and the lawyer says you have to pay more money he nearly gave up but he didn't know he was there he didn't know by prayers and not by himself things have started to turn around in the spiritual it wasn't a phone call that he got he actually walked into court before he heard that ah can miseric and Abedinu were not delivered before the fire they were delivered in the fire is anyone hearing what I'm saying today yes. you don't give up yes. I am telling you oh it's easy for you pastor to say so don't don't joke man because what you are facing small. don't give up as I'm preaching to you I'm preaching to myself yes. Yes. you have no idea yes I have to come up and encourage you but I also have to fight battles man have to fight it you have to deal with lions people that be things that people don't understand you have to have the fortitude to see it through even though everyone around you just misinterprets you you have to know that this is what God told you to do need the support of man sometimes you just need the support of god because there's a place in your life where you will fight that people are afraid to go there who wants to go into the fire with you you have to go there yourself Hey, no one's gonna pray the way you will pray no one's gonna fast the way you will fast no one's gonna take care of your business the way you take care of your business i'm gonna fight for my wife fight for my husband fight for my children my teachers can't do it the government can't do it no one can do it i can do all things through Christ who strengthened the prayer team no, me not a prayer contractor says, you go no one can go there the depths of hell you will get into no one can go there they will just misinterpret you and that's where you need to clear the rubbish he says there was so much rubbish the rubbish in lives are those things that get in your way The interruptions that keep you from accomplishing your goal. Trivial things that waste your time. Things that consume your energy. Things that keep you from becoming all that you want. Let me say this. Oh Jesus. Let let me say this to someone. Don't give up on your dreams for anybody. I, I, I feel this coming into a relationship. Sometimes you have to fight for what you believe is yours do you giving up every single time you just give up you just give up you've been in church so long do you know the reason why you were in church so long because you're going to fight a long battle and i just i'm i'm not, i, 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 I I'm shocked at how people will allow the devil to cheat them out of their inheritance you have read the book of numbers and, 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 and the devil just cheated them 40 years out of the inheritance. If my wife, by any chance or reason, it's not going to happen because I knew so many times, but one fool just decides to shower her with gifts. Because she now meets the finished product. You think I will fight her? Absolutely not. Heaven. If you don't leave. By chance. You will leave by force. There is a legitimate way. Where fire comes upon people. Because you are. A, you have come to steal. To kill and to destroy. And you know that. That is exactly what David did. David came. And he killed Goliath. He stole his, 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 his sword and destroyed him. He did what the devil did to him. You got to do what the devil does to you. You steal back what he has. You kill him and you destroy him totally. Not just give up. Uh, if he wants to go, he can go. Go where? <laughs> After all these years, you, you, you send. Storm and fire in the spiritual realm. You scatter everything that's supposed to be scattered. You fight! They told you you can't get the house. What's the matter with you? You fight! Because you're there. In the, in the space of... When did we do the seminar? Business seminar? Four months ago. In the space of four months. Eight people have bought their property. Eight or nine. The ones I don't, can't even get to anymore. And these were the people who said, I never ever thought... I could do that they fought they fought you fight i remember one person that they said oh we're going to stop the deal because of, they sent a fake um assessor you know surveyor sent a fake one there one went there went to all the house did this did this did this did this, did this, did this and the ones who were there were excited okay things are moving because financially things were not just the bank was messing up you fight am i saying send fake so i don't care uh, i'm just saying there's a way you fight on advice you fight you fight oh my child will know his father when he's old Ah! you fight what's the matter with you? you fight you fight for your husband you fight for your wife you fight for your business you fight for your dreams you just don't give up because the devil's plan is to wear you down and God's plan is to energize you that you can do all things through Christ who strengthened me did you get anything from me this morning my apologies I haven't yet got into the the, the message I, 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 I want to speak about five or six things seven things that would make you fight the halfway the midway fight when Discouragement comes in. I'd ask you to move, come on Sunday, and, and, and let's deal with this matter of discouragement because many people are discouraged. But I can't give you any other thing than the Word of God. I, I really can't give you any other thing than the Word of God. And can I say this? Can I say this? Let me bless you. I know I've finished, but let me say this. It's not the church. Don't leave the church. The church is not doing it anywhere you go you're still going to face it it's not the church ladies and it's not the church it's not the sweet atmosphere of the church i'm not trying to keep you in church if you choose to go god bless you it's not the church god is taking you through stuff so you can come out on the other side It's not the church it's not the church It's not the church don't let the devil isolate you if he isolates you he will eat you up It's not the church He was wise enough to find out that when I'm faced with a situation, he walked back into church. And he spoke to me. And when he needed the woman's touch, he spoke to my wife. Against all odds, he just kept going. He's not the church. Don't blame your environment. Don't get into the blame game. Just look up onto heaven. And say, God, you are my shield. You are my help. You are my refuge in the time of trouble and one of the things i would have said is number one you've got to prepare for it it will come don't be don't be shocked when these diverse trials come it's going to set you out and set you up to a great place i i I think you should close your eyes and let's pray because i can just go on for another uh 30 minutes Uh, i want us to pray quickly look at whatever you're in charge close your eyes don't play anything just just relax i want you guys also to pray just bow your head what are you faced with i feel the spirit of god here you missed prayer this morning come be, come at 11 o'clock because i pray for 15 minutes 10 15 minutes don't miss prayer on sunday don't just come for the preaching come for prayers 11 to 1105 we'll probably take a hymn and then we pray but you're in church this morning, bow your head and say, God, I speak to my soul. I'm not going to give up. Come on. I'm going to fight through. This is not going to last. This will come to pass. It will come to pass. The sickness will come to pass. The mortgage denial will come to pass. Ah, the child issue will come to pass. The financial issue will come to pass because God is on your side. You cannot serve a God who is dead. He's living. It will come to pass. He will help you. Do I feel the pressure? Yes. Do I know you're going through stuff? Yes. But I know that God is taking you through the valley to take you up onto the higher heights. Says, "When I walk through the valley of Baca, you will make it a well." Pray this morning and say, "God, help me. I am finished. I'm frustrated. I'm fatigued, but I can recognize it's the devil who wants to wear me down." Whether you're on the camera. Whether you are outside. Whether you are in children's church. And you may hear me. Whether you are an usher. Whether you are a protocol. Wherever you are sitting. Just don't look around and close your eyes. And if there's any distractions. It's because God, because the devil wants to keep you from this small time. Spend some time praying. I'll keep quiet.
2: Rich. I don't have to be afraid Because I know that you love me Your love never fails You stay the same. You stay the same through the ages Your love never changes. There may be pain in the night, but joy comes in the morning. When the ocean, the ocean I don't have to be afraid. I don't have to be afraid. Because I know that you love me. Your love never changes. The same through the ages. Your love never changes. Your may be pain in the night but joy.
1: the name of jesus i just declare that your love will never fail and it never fails we will stay true to your love every relationship that is going through a tough time breathe your word over it every child going through a tough time right now for the exams let them not give up breathe upon them suicide is far from this church in the name of jesus I pray for ev- against every suicidal spirit in this church ah, Whether you walked into church where you feel suicidal You're praying that I wish my life can just say I come against it in the name of Jesus Because God said to me to tell you You're close to your breakthrough and when you began I deliver you from the shackles of the enemy And I propel you into God's given way in Jesus' name, now as we close our head and bow our eyes before I set you free, I want to pray for those who may be in church and have never said, Jesus be the Lord over my life, but you are in pain. You are in pain. You are suicidal. You are in pain. You are depressed. You are in pain. You are discouraged. You are in pain because you have struggled and nothing is working for you. And then you hear this message and you feel i need something more than my life you hear the testimony of the man he needed something more than money more than looks more than his intelligence more than a lawyer he needed the divine intervention of god and someone is here this morning and he's saying i need more than what i can give father i repent and this morning i want you to help me i want you to be my lord and my savior you you want to give your life to jesus afresh and you want to do that if you're in church this morning and that's what you want to do you want to say jesus come into my life you've never done that before i'm not going to tell you to stand up i'm not going to tell you to come forward whether you're upstairs or you're downstairs Just quickly lift up your hands and wave at me. And say, Pastor, I want Jesus into my life. You're not going to stand. I'm not going to tell you to come forward. Anyone upstairs or downstairs who wants to make that decision. You're struggling too much on your own. And Jesus wants to help you. Can you indicate to me if there's anyone upstairs or downstairs? I see that hand. You can put it down. I'm not going to tell you to stand. I'm not going to tell you to come forward. Trust me. I I would not do that to you. I want you to receive Jesus where you are. One more time. Anyone else. Who wants to do that and say jesus come into my life thank you jesus for the for the person who lifted up their hands and for everyone else who wanted to join her why don't you just say this prayer after me and the church will help you say lord jesus come into my life i receive you as my personal lord and savior right now i love you i will walk with you i will talk to you and you will be my lord from this day forward every discouragement in my heart is broken over my life for God will mend me together I will have the power to pursue to overtake and to recover and if you believe that shout Amen Amen God bless you in Jesus name
0: You've been listening to Ty Adashugba Pastor of Worship Tabernacle Church We hope you enjoyed this message. For further inquiries, visit us at www.worshiptabernacle.org.uk Alternatively, call us on 020-7435-3939. You can find us at the Citadel, Worship Tabernacle, 131 St. John's Way, N19 3RQ, Archway, London. Thank you for listening.